This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be a very educational experience. And follow us on Instagram at Eat Cornbread and Caviar. And feel free to hit us up with comments, questions, concerns, things you want to debate us about at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. Today, I am joined by the hardest working producers and co-hosts, the beautiful, voluptuous, resident voice of hospitality and custodian of truth, my sister, none other than the... Maria Renee, hello, hello. Did you miss me? Yes, you did. Yes. Good morning. Yes. We, We're here. So, this heifer... So, here's the thing. Oh, Lord. I pull up this morning. We recording early this morning, so I tell her 7.30... I really wanted to be here at eight because if I tell her any other later time, she gonna if I said eight, she would be here. Oh, uh, that's false. So I told her seven thirty. Don't believe him. She y'all. got here at seven forty. I, I got here at seven o'clock. Okay, great, whatever. So I told her seven thirty. I want her here by eight. So I pull up at seven forty-five. She got her phone out to document the fact that, <laughs> that he was that, late. <laughs> But then I also handed her a really nice gift, too. That was already posted. I posted had got. <laughs> you forgot to get it for me last time. Why are you telling me? Why are you acting like this gift was just bought or something? That's been sitting it in your truck for weeks. So what? It was a nice gift. It was an expensive gift. That shit wasn't <sighs> you cheap. You know, they buy one little item. I <laughs> <sighs> swear they didn't get you the world. See, I'm so over You're it. You're so ungrateful. I'm over it. You, you know what? We- I'm not feeling the African-American males. Oh, boy. I'm not feeling it at all. Uh... Not to forget our phenomenal, never to be underestimated, the pretty boy himself. James Brandon, everyone. Who been, who been traveling morning. the world? Did he, you miss me? A, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> he done had a lit summer. No, okay. I have been gone for like a month now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just about. I, I didn't get a keychain, a pair of socks, nothing. <laughs> no slips. No sand. No slips, no sand. I ain't going. You should have brought her back no a, a, bra, a braless dress that keeps a her lifted. A braless dress is not going to keep anything uh, lifted. No trademark. No, nothing, okay? No, no. Good that, morning, everyone. How was the trip? Yeah, how was your trip to Toronto? It was great and not great at the same time. I oh. will never travel with 13 other people ever again in my life. We got to oh. qualify that. It wasn't just 13 so, people. It was thir- 13, 13 women. women. Yeah. I could have told you that. I don't do that. And yeah, I am woman. So, yeah. so, never again. Wow. It just became. I know it. them heifers was doing the most. Well, you the know, and they most. smoking and drinking and falling asleep. And it's like, bitch, get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even there for 48 hours. If you don't get the fuck up so okay. we can go do something. Right? Oh, like, they old. No, they're not old. They younger than me, so I guess they're pretty young. No. 
I mean, I that's th- something I would do on a regular basis, like, though. Well, smoking, drinking, be sleep. Just be knocked <laughs> out. We had, all, we had all them bottles at the um, the Airbnb. So I'm sitting there. I was ready. I was dressed. I had a like, bead on. I was drunk by like 9 o'clock, and everybody's still asleep. Because they had wow. smoked that marijuana. <laughs> yeah, because you can go to the dispensaries there. I was in Toronto, for everyone that doesn't know. Um, you can go to the dispensaries there and just buy whatever the fuck you want to buy. So everyone, yes. everyone was just high. How they man and, and they sleep. Had these yes, little, I would have been knocked out. They had cannabis oil in these like syringes that you just shot in your mouth. Oh my god! And yeah. that made you high. And it, I didn't take it, but but that'll yeah. make you high. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's going goodness. straight to your bloodstream. Right. Yeah. So you just shot the syringe right into your. Oh mouth. yeah, I'd have been snoring. Yeah. If I could yeah. just, ooh. It, it was a whole thing. You had like it looked like a little insulin bottle. And you put the syringe in there and took the wow. oil out and then just shot it straight in your mouth. And they was high as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was wow. looking at them like, if y'all bitches don't get the fuck up, we can go to the club. That's way too motherfucking expensive. So, <laughs> Wait, didn't you say Snoop Dogg was supposed to be there? Yeah, so on Saturday I was going to a pool party at this place called Cabana. Mm-hmm. And Snoop Dogg was supposed to be the DJ. Um, when we got to Cabana Pool Bar, which was beautiful, they just needed another pool. How y'all got a pool bar with one pool? Don't mm. make no damn sense. I didn't know that nigga was a DJ though. But um, he, DJ Snoop Delic, that is his DJ name. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I ain't know. Un- I ain't know until I was going to the pool party either. So, um, but he. It started raining a couple hours after we got there, and the even though the DJ area outside was covered, it was raining sideways. So he said that all his DJ equipment got wet. So I don't know. They rescheduled it, but. Does nobody know how to look at a goddamn forecast? Because he could have put plastic on that shit and kept the party going. We had the pool party anyway. The the pool bar was right outside of this club called Rebel, which is really popular in Toronto. It's fucking huge. Like, huge. I've never been to a club that large. Um, But they have a whole-ass stage on the inside where he could have just performed in there instead of doing it outside. But I don't know why they ain't do that. Come on, Snoopadelic. He was high. Snoopy! Probably. But I'm very upset because he posted a video, like, Telling everybody, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not, I wasn't going to be there, but um, next time I come, he's definitely going to be there. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. And you guys know Drake is from Toronto. So I'm pretty sure he was going to bring out Drake because then a couple minutes later, Drake posted a picture of Snoop Dogg. Wow. So I'm like, if we. Are he going to fly on his new big old fucking, aeroplane? I'm, I'm so irritated. Mm. I'm so irritated. <laughs> he going to fly on his new big old aeroplane. You know, they new video, no guidance, is real light skin. I didn't watch Whose video? <laughs> Him and Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Chris Brown got song. a perm with some uh, with a little curl. With some curls. Uh-huh. Now I y'all know I don't keep that. up on the latest music trends like that. <laughs> That's my song. <laughs> Is it a good song? Yes. You it like it too? It's a good song. I like the song. The and video just real. When you say light skin, you mean it's like real bougie and... No. It's real light skin. They both light skin, so it's just light skin. Oh, just, I get They it. battling each other and dancing. It's just too much. I was like, ugh. Okay, well, I mean, I'm sure people like people like light is still in, and light ain't went out of style yet. I'm waiting on it to go out of style. Wow! So brothers okay. like me can, you know, be on a prime stage. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Speaking of prime stage, but by the time y'all hear this, I'm going to host an event. To, so it's hotter than July here in the Detroit area. It's burning up. It's <laughs> like burning up. I'm fire. Was that good? <laughs> That was my it's <laughs> early come, morning voice. You got to come in when you got to come in, okay? <laughs> you didn't come in when you were supposed to come in. Listen, okay? But uh, so I do 
actually Maria Renee and I both we do a lot of different hosting gigs. Today I'm happy yes. to be hosting at uh, Hotter Than July, which is the African American Gay Pride. I believe it's the of oldest. Detroit. The, of Detroit. Three one three, not two four eight five eight six seven three four. Yes, this is the oldest. African-American gay pride in the country. The most urbanist as well. <laughs> the most urbanist, true. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, sponsored by and put on by LGBT Detroit, which is ran by Curtis Lipscomb. So Curtis is a very good and dear friend of mine. So hey, his Curtis. organization asked me to come out today. So I'm going to go do that after I leave from recording today. Hence, we're recording early. Early. Too damn early for me. Y'all don't know that, but it's seven fucking o'clock in the morning. Well, it's eight now. But. It's eight now, but they had to get up like it was a work day. I Man. feel bad for both of them. For Ooh. me, I, I just, hell, I went home last night, rented a couple movies. Let me tell you what I rented last night. So, I got my favorite Thai food dish, went home, sat with my puppy. We had some cuddle time. You know, me and my puppy like to have our cuddle time. She needs it every day. Um, and then I rented two movies. I rented Little with Regina Hall. And uh, Issa Rae. And then I also read it, a Medea Funeral. Mm. So here's my take on both movies. Okay. I enjoyed what what Little to me was, was a version of, which I really enjoyed, of The Devil Wears Prada. Because you basically have this African-American woman in power. And when she comes, people scatter because she's such a complete bitch. So it was a good movie, though. I enjoyed it very much. Um, and I like the storyline and the plot. Oh, look, Mumsy's calling. Let's see what. See if we can. Hopefully, she won't say anything crazy. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, hi, Mumsy. You're on speakerphone on the podcast, so don't say nothing crazy. But you are being recorded. Say hi to the people. Hi to the people. <laughs> how how's how is Orlando, Mom? Ninety one degrees here. I'm gonna to go to Universal Studios and out to the beach. I will be putting on my sunscreen in order to keep my skin nice and supple and not okay. your beautiful brown skin. Yes, I don't want it to get beat up because I look gorgeous down here. Is that good for your podcast? Yes, it is. It absolutely is good. You are perfectly timed. Uh, so can I call you back That's when we're done cool. podcasting? No, no, I'll just take calling and say hi. I don't really want anything. Unless you want me to talk some more because I can't. Oh, no, we'll just get you on the podcast to talk more. I love you, Mumsy. Love you, too. Ta-ta. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) She said ta-ta. Perfectly timed, right? That's Mumsy. So politically correct <laughs> well, yeah because you y'all y'all both know how she is for real for real because mm-hmm. she uh she i guess but she don't know we are we, we are podcast we are incorporated camera we say whatever the fuck we want is that good for your podcast <laughs> <laughs> right oh, oh my goodness so yes little was a good movie now to tyler perry's uh, Madea funeral whatever it was it looked like one of his little soap operas. It didn't look like it was a movie. I don't know what the cinematography was, but <laughs> it looked like it was one of the soap operas that he has out there. But it was a movie. So it was weird the way it looked visually to my eyes. It looked like it was half and half knots or, or you know, whatever other soap, you know, brown soap operas he has out there. It looked like that. That's the way it was filmed. I don't know what it was, but I, I don't know. It, it was predictable, as always. Like Tyler Perry movies are, and no shade to Uncle Tyler. We love you. Don't 
don't stop sending me checks. You know, well, we never really started, but if you were going to think about starting to send me checks, don't stop. But it was a predictable movie, but it was fun to watch. I don't know if it was worth me renting, but eh, whatever. So that was my evening. Uh, yeah, but it obviously doesn't compare to Toronto. Mm. What the hell is you doing over here knocking shit? Just over I'm here trying knocking. Trying to break my ice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our shout outs. Uh, James, you start first. Okay, I want to shout out um, Kina. I know I shouted her out before I went to Toronto, but That's she okay. is now a married woman. Yeah. So. Congratulations Yay! to Kina and Marcus. Congratulations. I love you both. Congratulations. Um, me and Kina have known each other for almost 10 years now. And you know, in friendships, there's ups and downs. And there's times where you may not communicate, not because we fight or anything, but you just lose touch because she decided to become a real, real grown up and get married and <laughs> have a get married, real, real get married and have my little Kennedy and everything. So. Um, but I'm very excited to be back in her life. And we've shared a couple sweet moments over the last couple of weeks where we both cried. So. That's really I love sweet. my Y'all Kina. better cry. Oh, yes. Cry, okay. cry, cry. And kids don't have Kina. to be a family. doesn't have to be the barrier between, you know, a friendship. And I think you and I have talked about this. And I, oh, you know, no, I get not. it, but it doesn't have to be because well, you, know, you can. I mean, you know, but your friends could come over and yeah, join you for dinner. Or you yeah, can, but it's hard you when, know. you know, you're going out with your girls and stuff, then all yeah. of a sudden your girl can't go out because they have a child and the dynamic becomes different because your interests mm-hmm. and stuff shift. So it's it's Y'all just didn't hear natural. what I said. Y'all didn't hear nothing we I just did. said. We can still go out to but what if I don't want to spend my time with Keena going out to dinner? What if I want to go to the club and do what we yeah, used to do? Yeah, but that's the thing. So. With friendships, you you kind of shift with your friends sometimes because your friends shift with you. A good friend's going to shift with you. So if my life is now, I'm married with a kid, so I can't party that much no more. Yeah, come on over for dinner. Join me in the family for dinner. We are still, I'm going to still shift and make sure I can go out with you to the club sometimes. But sometimes we can't go to the club every Friday, but we can go every other Friday. Those off Fridays, you come over, have dinner, or have movie night or whatever. It's just, you still make it work. Anybody, if you want anything, you make it work. That's all I'm saying. So and if you want the friendship, then you make it work. That's what we're doing. And I was in Toronto for her to celebrate for and her. And I think that's so, fantastic that y'all we reconnected. Were in Grand Rapids for her wedding. I yes. driving a whole motherfucking two hours away and shit. That was a beautiful <laughs> yeah. wedding. Kena was so pretty. She was so pretty. Kena, you were gorgeous. Marcus is a handsome man. He was well-dressed. All his grooms were well-dressed. All the bride, as Nene Leakes would say, the bridemaids. <laughs> the bridemaids are all beautiful. Uh, it was a great, great wedding. And um, I had never seen, I've seen a candle lighting ceremony occur at weddings, but what I did, what I had never seen, or maybe never paid attention to, but was that uh, Kena's mom and Marcus's dad, dad they both lit um, the individual candles on behalf of their children. And then the children, once they got through their ceremony, went up there and lit the unity candle together, which I thought was a really nice touch. Hint for you, uh, Maria Renee. Yep, I got it. Okay, that was great. The parents lit the individual candles, then the married couple, after they were married, then lit the unity candle with the individual candles that their parents had lit. So I thought that was dope. Great. Um, And Keena, I'm so sorry. I could not stay for the reception, but I had to get back two hours away to my area because I had to pick up my daughter from daycare. Um, you know, priorities. Well, but her I, ghetto self. <laughs> my daughter is not ghetto. Yeah, she is urban. <laughs> she gets from her TT. Yeah, call it what you want. Her TT Maria Renee. <laughs> so yeah, I had to go pick up my baby, but the wedding was beautiful. Thanks for having me. I hope you listen to this podcast. I'm sure uh, 
James will let you know that you were discussed on a podcast. And congratulations to you and Marcus both. And Kennedy is absolutely <laughs> adorable. I want to give her some kisses because she's so cute. Yes, Kennedy. She is adorable. I'm Uncle Brandon. Yeah. And she's a Scorpio like me, so I'm going to groom her well. Oh, my mm. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my shout out. <laughs> I'm just going to do. Y'all crazy as hell. Why are you making that face? Because she doesn't care for Scorpio. Looking like Mother Clump. Uh, let me give a shout out to Mumsy because she is out of town and that means she's not bugging me. So, yay, Mumsy's out of town. Woo, shout out to you, Mumsy. Have fun. Like you just, I'm glad she's out of town. That's good. She needs to travel. She's retired. She did her 33 years at the post office. You know, it's time for her to travel and enjoy life. She's in Miami. Miami. She's in Orlando. Wonderful. So, She's not bugging me. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Mumsy. That's all you and care of, about. And, of course, I, I love my mom, obviously. <laughs> She's been very supportive through everything I've gone through. So, mm-hmm. shout out to my Mumsy. And she loves her grandbaby. You know, she wasn't a dog person, but she does love her granddog so much. So, she's been getting along with Blue Shell very well. And I also have another shout out. One of our listeners, um, uh, Kelvin. Kelvin, this is for you. Shout out to you. Uh, Kel is a longtime friend, a uh, very dear friend. I love him a lot. And uh, he recently lost his dad. So, you know, that was a few months ago, but still shout out to you, Kel. And you've been very strong. I know you've been supportive for your mom, your family. So, I, you know, time doesn't always heal. Maria Renee knows the loss of a dad <coughs> herself. So, Man. you know, she can speak to it more than I can. Good but luck with all, just listen. One day, at a, one second. At yeah. any time. Until you can do minutes. Yes. Then until you and can then do you do hours. hours and, and then you do days. And then weeks and months, months eventually. And That's but just right. get through that. I'm yep. here for you always. You can always call me. But also, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate Thank your you support. so much. We yeah. love you. Yes, Corbin we do. Corbin and Caviar, thanks you. Absolutely. All the way down there in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you got that off Miss Congeniality. Nope, I just made it up myself. Thanks. Oh, he said it on Michigan. Nope, just me. Okay. Don't listen to him. All right. Maria Renee, <laughs> Maria Renee your shout out. Ooh, uh, is it a Shay shout? What is it today, sis? Uh, shout out to the family. Hey, family. Hey, family. Uh, you know, all my children. Pooba. Mm-hmm. Pooba today. No. Don't do that. No. No Pooba. Don't do that. No Pooba shout out today. No Pooba. Why, why not? Because me and Pooh Butt are over. What? So I'm pretending like I don't know that this happened because we're on the podcast. But clearly, it's coming through. Yeah, because I don't feel like pretending, and (laughs) because I'm kind of pissed off about it myself. I'm upset. I feel angered. You and a lot of others. You know this whole this 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 large man. Done. <laughs> he turned her from not wanting to be married and the idea of spending life with someone to wanting to be married and spending life with someone mm-hmm. to now leaving her in that space where she is potentially vulnerable but going to pretend like she's not because I know my sister. Mm. But that's rough. What happened? It's been a rough two weeks. That's for what sure. What the hell? So have y'all talked? No. I know the last time we spoke, you hadn't talked to him. You and I were debating back and forth about whether you should call We're him not going to talk. He's Scorpio. Them damn Scorpios. That's why I said she doesn't like Scorpios. <laughs> damn Scorpios. Fuck you. I know Scorpios are some bitches. I wish him well. I hope that um, everything's going good on his end. How are you feeling on the inside? 
I'm very broken. My little heart is shattered. Only because... Wait, can you cry on the podcast so we can make it more I'm not celebrate? crying. Can you do it for There's us? There's no so crying we, in we, baseball. We just, we just want to make it, you know, just no. sell it more, the emotion. No, because I'm in the angry phase. The crying was two weeks ago. Oh, so now you angry. Right now, I Damn. really want to set some shit on fire. Because it happened like do two, it. a couple Saturdays after we recorded. It was the Saturday of our recording. And then it was the following Saturday... We didn't no, record. it happened that. The yeah, day but then we the following Saturday we didn't record, right. so we could talk about it. Right, and we came back. Yeah, yeah. And then you didn't tell me about it till. Two I weeks was later. seeing. I was. I mean, I, we had had Ray on, and we were doing self evaluations, and that was and a good show for you. It then, was. At that That's why yeah. I was like, okay, let me go, and and we're gonna go to 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 the movies and out to eat, and we're gonna discuss some things because maybe maybe I was wrong on some stuff, or maybe I needed to. Come at the situation totally different, and yep, it's okay. I think that it's a life <laughs> lesson, and I don't. I hope that you remain open to relationships and marriage in the future. No when time it's right. soon. No time soon. But when, mm-hmm. it's, when it's right, like for me, I'm the same way. I don't want to have a serious relationship I don't right want now. Nothing because I was in seven year long relationship. I just want to just be. I want free six for figures now. in my account, and I want to retire early. And then you'll consider marriage. No. Oh. You gonna be like Oprah? Yeah. Just have a, a friend. Stedman. He, you know, and the crazy part was he always was like, "You're Oprah and I'm Stedman," and I don't know how to feel about that. If you Oprah, hell, give me some goddamn money, sis. Because <laughs> I ain't never see you rolling like he's Oprah. He's not a. He's not a peep. You know, like out. Well, how does he have a, a podcast? You're not a people. For, you got to be a people person because you got to relate to the people. Mm-hmm. How's this podcast? Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Well, well, you know, I'm here for you. I can't speak for James. But I'm sure he feels similar sentiments. Right? You're there for her, too, right? Don't make no of fucking course. ugly faces at me. Because he was looking at you like, what? I'm sitting right the fuck over here, so it don't matter <laughs> what you think about James. I'm sitting right fucking here. I said I can't speak for James. Right. So I looked at you in order to she let knows, you tell your she point. She knows I'm here for her. He Listen. Even though he may not listen to, I don't think he listens to the show. But he if he do, um, and he if should. he hears, um, you know, I won't. I'm going to close the door, and I'm going to semi lock it. You have the key. If you decide to open it, okay. And if you don't, that's fine too. But how long you'll keep the closed door? Reopen oh, only until November 10th, 2019. What's November 10th? His birthday. Oh. No, After just, November 10th. Then what happened to the end of the year? No, to... that's too long. I think November's too long, but okay. Yeah. What exactly I know everybody are like you that. doing? Everybody like, what? So the door that she's closing can be opened with a key uh, in her heart. This is all metaphor and shit. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> it's gay as fuck, bro. <laughs> It's cute. I like it. But after November 10th. Just locking that motherfucker. Was he a Libra? No, he's Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. Oh, yeah, yeah, Scorpio. But he's more of a Scorpio than me. Yeah, he way more Scorpio than you are. And he old, so. (laughs) Well. Yeah. Is he jaded? Yeah, he hurt people, hurt people. Oh, yeah. Huh? That's why. That's the truth. That's the truth. And these are words out of his own mouth. He's hurt. He's. Hurting, hurt. Yeah. But the thing is, you got to be able to acknowledge the pain that you're in, and then you also need to do something about it. Right. Is so, he doing that? I don't know. 
Okay. He say he need to get himself together. Are you gonna? Re- well, no, I, that answers. I was gonna say, are you gonna be friends with him? Help him through it? He won't let no. me. No. Oh, okay. He's literally just. Oh, he just kind of cut it. Okay. Door closed. Let me go into the closet or something. Because you were doing a lot for him. Oh, I was working out. Let me tell you. Let me tell these females something, and I'm a, and I'm gonna be transparent, and we're gonna get off of this. Let me tell you something. I ain't gonna say I regret it, but at the same time, I think we're so accustomed to healing and nurturing and taking care of people. and to and you know we feel like okay if we, I gotta go through some type of turmoil in order for for me to know that this is this is right or this is meant to be or. You know, I got to stay for five, no. eight, nine years. And then when he finally give a ring, it's it's all supposed to be worth it. Well, we've been off and on for five years and I'm upset now because now I feel like uh, it's five years. How long is it supposed to take? Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, it was off and on too. It don't matter. You dated other people. But this, this year, the most... I stood ten toes down, like. Because if you're gonna do it, you gonna do it. Right. If this didn't prove it. Right. Did he give you any indication? That's the only way to do it. Is do it a hundred percent, or don't do it the fuck at all. Right. But did he give you any indication that maybe he wasn't ready? Did you pick up on anything at all? She shouldn't have to pick up mm-hmm. on anything. She should be able to communicate with him. He should be able to use his words. May I ask a question? I mean, just just the whole. The whole health thing. Like I'm not finna, may and I tell maybe well, no. I was a little bit too pushy when it came to. But answer the question: Did he give you any indication? No, I don't think so. I don't. I got to give a quick shout out to Amaya because she gave Brandon James Brandon that finger once. Let me speak. I had to give Brandon James Brandon that same <laughs> finger. Let me ask yeah, the question. But I, I can't, can't beat her ass. <laughs> I can't beat her ass. I can beat you. <laughs> Try it. Break. Come on over I here right now in the studio. Come on over here She's in the studio right now. She's a pretty young lady. I'm a pretty I big can't man. T- I can't put a finger on her. I'm going to have Maria Renee coming after me, her mama. <laughs> but you, I'll beat your ass. The Mumsy will be standing there like, do it, Brandon. No, beat that ass. You don't even know Mumsy so, there. You must mistake Mumsy for some other uh, no, chick. Because uh-uh. she ain't going to be All jumping on you. All the times that she want to smack you up. That's mm-hmm. different. I'm her bae. I came out her vagina. It's different. Oh, my God. But um, So you didn't get an indication and... Okay. We were in a good space. But he should he should have communicated how he's feeling. I think that with appropriate communication. All our men lack communication. Mm-hmm. Of so, how, to, how to communicate. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It I ain't agree. just him. That's all all of them. Mm-hmm. I will even say for myself that I do communicate a lot. I'm very open, but then sometimes my communication is rough too, but also don't intend to change it because sometimes when I'm rough and you've, We've known each other for a long time. I'm rough with my communication sometimes. I'm abrasive at times, but I still communicate. And I'm not always abrasive, I mean, I ain't going to play victim like I ain't. Did you just like use that nasty tissue no, and put it back in the I box? did not oh, put it in the box. Oh, so you so nasty. Holding on to it. I'm not going to play like, you know what I'm saying? I was just the best. And everybody know I'm crazy and my attitude and my temper. And, you know, I'm emotional and I'm sensitive. And Everyone I'm very But you're beautiful as you are. You're human. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm clingy. Right. And, but for him... No, I, I stood in that. I stood. I was I was it. That you was did it. what you wanted yeah. to. You did what you felt was right. Yeah. And that's the most important yeah. thing at the I end agree. of the day. Because at the most vulnerable moment mm-hmm. for him, I stood yep. 10 toes in. So yeah. I don't. 
I agree. I don't really have. Re- I don't have regret. I will say that I don't have regret, but I am angry. Because you could look at it twenty twenty, look back and be like, well, if you hadn't stood stood up for him ten toes down, whatever, and you look back and be like, shit, maybe I should have been there better for him and. Things would have worked out. Right. Then I would have had that. Right. You, I don't have that. You might have regretted the fact that you weren't there for him. Right. So, you know, just do what you feel like is right in that moment. When 10 years down the road, you might be like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have her. Maybe this was a sign. But like I said, you shouldn't be looking for signs. He should be able to clearly communicate with you his thoughts and his feelings so that you can make a decision. Because you start making assumptions and you assume something off of uh, that's right uh, it just becomes too fucking much because right. then that's how you start living in the hole and type well he didn't whatever you know and well that this is what he meant because he did this and that's like, our issue no. as a community and as as yeah, a whole is yeah. communication. communication yeah we like to keep things in bottled and up and right absolutely i see a therapist but yes you know yeah so i'm back at it okay like i never left hey dr Kristen. Hey, Dr. Kristen. I need her number. I'm looking for a new therapist. Yeah. Shit, it, it's, it's absolutely necessary. But I love you, Pooh Butt. So he did get a shout-out after all. Good day. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I'm here for you. Let us move on mm-hmm. to the random question of the day. Random question of the day. Now, I've been doing really good ones lately. This is another good one. All of my random questions are good, but I will be returning to the raunchy ones very soon because <sighs> they bring me personal joy. But today, mm-hmm. today, I just have to ask you guys a question. Mm. Oh, and actually, James is going to urinate because he has a very weak bladder from my <laughs> perspective. He pees like every two to three minutes. Why you got to tell that man business? Because when you was having a shitty city day, I told your business. This is what it is. don't make no sense. But we, we authentic here. We love each other. Mm-hmm. So here's a random question. If you had to lose one of the two... Which would you prefer? The ability to hear or to see? That's some deep shit. <laughs> Why we... It is 8, 8.30 and you coming with this? Really? <laughs> Which, I'm still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what? If you had the ability to, to see or hear, which one would you pick? If you have to lose one of those lose two. Lose one of them. Yeah, if you had to lose one of them two. I don't want to lose neither. Obviously, but... If you had to lose the ability to see or hear, which one would you prefer? Oh, I would lose the ability to hear. You want to see but not hear? Yep. Why? Because vision is everything. I can learn sign language. Okay. All right. For me... I need to see the road, not hear it. Okay. That's a word. I need to see the tree move and the water sway, not hear it. Okay. For me, I think I would rather lose hearing as well. I think because I like to see. I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. I do like to see, you know, and I prefer to be able to see versus not. James, how about you? Would you prefer, if you had to lose one of the two, which one would you prefer to lose? Hearing or sight? Hearing. Okay. Yeah, it would, I mean, it would break my heart because I love hearing my niece and my nephew's voice and my little brothers and, you know, hearing people say I love you and stuff like that. But I learn, I'm a visual person and that's how I learn is, by sight so mm-hmm. it's that's the most important thing as i told him we can learn sign language right because if you can't see then that cuts off a whole bunch of other shit you can't drive you can't do this that and the third so it's just easier if you... yeah 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 
Because then you can still communicate. I can see you, so we can do sign language. I can text. I can write. I can mm-hmm. do all of that shit still. Mm-hmm. But if I can't see to do any of that, mm-mm. And then it becomes a matter of safety as well. A lot of blind people be out here with they stick, and they walking down the motherfucking road, and they'll hit you with that shit, and they're doing it on their own. And I applaud them, but I don't think I could do that because I don't trust people enough. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. That's true. Okay. All right. Now for our brown brilliance before we get into the meat of the day. So, this particular individual, <clears throat> excuse me, he was born into poverty in 1931. Uh, he drew from his emotional will of close-knit black churches, uh, rural juke joints, fiery protest songs, and a lonely childhood as a closeted gay man to fuel his passion for dance. He befriended many of his fellow mid-century American masters, Maya Angelou, Carmen Day, uh, Levayad, uh, Mercy, Mercy Cunningham, and Catherine Dunham, to name a few. And while living in New York, uh, he died from AIDS, an AIDS-related illness in 1989, but his company still grew into the premier repository for emerging black choreographers and is still most popular dancing touring company on the international circuit. Um, I'll pause right here and say shout out to my friend Corey, whom I've been wanting to have on the show for such a long time. Um, she is actually a licensed health, mental health therapist. And um, her and I forged a friendship because we met through my other friend, Ricardo. And then I called her up maybe, I don't know, it was a week later, a couple weeks. That's one of somebody, I got these two tickets to go see Alvin Ailey. And I asked her if she wanted to come along with me. She said yes. And we went there. We forged our friendship that day. Some odd, almost what? 10 years ago. So shout out to Corey, but we, this Brown Brilliance today goes to Alvin Ailey, who is amazing. So. Yes, yes. Um, and they coming out with a movie about him? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, he, but he was, Which he was they dope. need to, I mean, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's in the works. Yes, and Alvin Ailey was, he was legendary for his modern dance. You know, he pioneered that. Um, he was a choreographer. He was a civil rights artist as activist. Um, so Alvin Ailey was pretty dope. And his dancers that come out of his school in New York, they're dope too. Because like I said, when me and Corey went to go see them a while ago, they were amazing. So I enjoyed it. They're, um, he was a beautiful dancer. And shout out and Brown Brents goes to him on today. Now, for the meat of our conversation, we had some deep conversation already. But we got to get into this today. Today is more of an educational, informational kind of podcast, but I think it's a very good thing because I got feedback from some of our listeners, and it's amazing. Let me just say, again, thank you to those who listen because I'm increasingly, we're going out to different places. James Brandon, Maria Renee, myself, we're getting recognized. People are saying, oh, my goodness, I know you guys. We're like, oh, my God, we're starting to get some recognition in the community, and we appreciate it. Don't nobody that. know me for real. No. Shut the hell up. We okay, were, fine. Maybe not came you. Up to me and saying nothing. We were at well, me um, and James a phone for sure. Party. Did you tell me that somebody came up to you before I said something about the podcast? They wanted to know about it. They don't know who I am. Okay, well that's your own. Live your own <laughs> fucking fantasy, whatever. <laughs> My reality, and I believe I can say for James too, which I won't speak for him, but I know I was with him and somebody was like, "Isn't that your co-host, James?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's him." So more notoriety. We're getting yeah, out there. It was great. But the whole point of me saying that was, uh, we got some feedback that. People enjoyed the personal finance that we did. And so this one is about personal finance in a way or just personal life in general. And we're going to talk about owning a home versus renting a home or an apartment. Owning versus renting. 
So this topic for me is like near and dear to my heart. Oh, this is gonna be good because yeah, yeah. our African Americans need to understand that you paying fifteen hundred dollars a month for some rent at an apartment is ridiculous. Mm. It is, mm. it is. Y'all excuse Maria Renee while she smacks in the mic because she's fucking eating. Which I guess she's hungry. It is early. Hold so on. We gonna make we gonna excuse her. I'm from, a diabetical. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just making sure that people know what the cow smacking noise is. They can't is. hear me. You I hear you. Smacking? Yeah, cow. Why you ain't saying that? It's just a little bit. Nobody gives a damn. We just being authentic. <laughs> Eat your food. We don't want you to pass out because I ain't picking your ass up off the floor. <laughs> and that's going to be that. You ain't shit. Yeah, I'm not. Carry I'm a, on. I'm going to get the EMS for you. I'll pick you up. Thank you. There you You're go. Welcome. Go ahead. Put His your back out. His big burly out. ass should be the first one picking me up. Put your back out, James, if you want to. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm a good Scorpio. <laughs> See? Uh, I realize that many of you rent mm-hmm. and some of you own. I am a, property, a homeowner myself uh, presently. Um, homeownership is, I guess, about the American dream. Us owning a piece of American soil that was intended for us to be enslaved upon forever, really. Come on, uh, true. But now that we emancipated, shouldn't we own something, though? Like, shouldn't we... Like, should we not, especially after, like, for example, the Fair Housing Act, which is a part of the Civil Rights Act of 1986... And basically, even with the Civil Rights Act, it's, you know, guarantees protection from discrimination um, or any party involved in a real estate transaction, for example. So that includes landlords, realtors, sellers, governments, etc. Um, I guess just to, while we're on this topic, because we're going to talk about owning versus renting, but while we're on this topic, it's kind of good note to mention that African-American homeownership has declined drastically over the last several years. And from the research I have done to understand that phenomenon and why it's happening, I've learned... Gentrification! There you go. A lot of gentrification. Because basically, we still don't have the same resources and opportunities, although mm-hmm. you did tell you do. Well, you got a degree, you're fine. Yeah, but I'm in a lot of debt from said degree. Okay. Or, you know, you know, your family left you a ton of money. We didn't... Our, a lot of our family, not all of us, but a lot of... Uh, on In general, a lot of African Americans, when someone dies... They're not leaving a wealth, a legacy. Surely it's not. Wealth. It's GoFundMe and fundraising. And Kickstart, okay. right? And, just and use doing credit cards dinner, and stuff. So right. Bullshit. Right. Well, we should have insurance and we should have money saved up, but we don't do that. We could still build our wealth, but we don't think, we don't have that mindset. And so we, you know, we just, we go to school to get to the American dream to make more money, but we make the same amount of money as when we could have been working at McDonald's, I guess. You know, because mm. once you come out of school, you make them highest loan payments you know so uh, we don't have those same resources home ownership is declining so people are struggling to pay rent to be on their own they're struggling to pay student loans they might be late on this late on that they screw up their credit now they can't get a home or there are systemic things as I always talk about and I did and then literally some research president of the National Association of Realtors talked about it in an article I read and there are some systemic things that are actually keeping brown people from having ownership and it's kind of jacked up so um, and we can get we can get into that more deeply in another podcast, but I just wanted to kind of lightly touch on that on a surface level, just to make you aware that African American home ownership has declined, and we don't have the resources. We are going to school, getting ourselves into debt, et cetera, et cetera. And there are systemic things that are keeping us from having home ownership, whether it's being we lost a home, um, or the banks won't help refinance. But what they would do for a a non minority person, they would do for a majority race person to help them out. So it's a lot of systemic things going on. So please be aware of that. Um, and I also, so here's my argument to owning versus renting. Um, so asset versus liability. 
So an asset basically is something that will yield an economic benefit in the future. A liability is something that will, I guess, I want to say yield an economic disadvantage in the future, but a liability is something that you, let me read my actual note. So what it says here is that the main difference between assets and liabilities is that assets provide future economic benefit while liabilities present future obligation. Mm -hmm. So economic disadvantage. So, and assets can often be converted to cash, which is great. So like in the property I own right now, I bought it for X amount of dollars. It's worth more than I bought it for. So the value minus what I owe on it, that's all equity. So let's just say, what if that's like $80,000? I can convert that $80,000 into, into liquid cash. So if I have an emergency, I can convert that to liquid cash. So understand that. So I'm going to just poke that in there right now to say that that's one of the benefits of home ownership. But here's some advantages of renting i don't you know i don't want to sway you one way or the other yes i do i do i'm lying (laughs) i do want you to i do want you to think about owning versus renting so maria renee what are some of the advantages of renting okay so the initial investment to rent a home or an apartment is quite low um buyers often need to have anywhere between five to ten times to move into a home than to rent an apartment renting um costs less money the funds that would normally be used toward a down payment or a higher mortgage payment can be invested into savings accounts that give higher returns, which is great. This is especially true in situations where the property is lived in by the renter for less than four years. Um, The renter has limited responsibility because they do not have uh, to take care of repairs. The landlord is responsible for all those tasks. And when owning a home, the owner is responsible for all repair costs. But, you know, it's ways around it, too. Um, The renter has less of a tax impact on their financial situation. The renter is not impacted by such items or as property tax that include that fluctuates often. Um, The renter may be able to budget easier. Rent is an amount that is fixed and may even include utilities in the rent amount. Um, A fixed amount can allow the renter to set a budget easier because of the renting cost is set. The renter is more has a more mobility and flexibility to move since leases tend to be short-term. Insurance costs are lower for renters because the renter only needs to insure the contents of the rental property and not the structure itself. The cost to move in is lower, and there may only be a down payment and less deposits required. Thank you, Maria Renee. So here's some things to know uh, before actually renting a home. Um, Despite the advantages of renting, there are like some things that renters should take into consideration before choosing to rent. The renter should know what the lease can and cannot do before signing. Mm. Um, local laws do not always cover the conditions covered by leasing and tenancy agreements. And the renter's lease is legally binding when it comes to the living arrangements and the renter's rights. The renter should know how to protect their security deposit. So you pay this big-ass security deposit in the beginning of your lease. You think the property looks great, but then you leave. They're talking about something. we taking half or all the old security deposit. You expect to get this chunk of money back so you can use it for your next rental property, and you're not getting it back. So know how to protect your security deposit. Walk through the property very thoroughly. Look for every little nook, crack, and cranny that you can find, um, and make sure you note that because they give you a checklist, a renter's checklist at the beginning of a rental and they'll tell you, look through the apartment and make sure there, or the house, and make sure there's nothing in the house or property that we need to address before you move in. Because if you move in and you haven't put it on this checklist, they're going to assume that you did it, thereby affecting your security deposit at the end of the lease term. Um, 
And then a renter should know about the renter's insurance policy. Renter insurance policies, they protect the renters against damage and loss due to flooding, fires, robbery, and other adverse events. Okay? And please read the fine print yes. on that insurance as well because mm-hmm. it's always little small stipulations on that is also. Where they going to get you. Mm-hmm. That's right. <clears throat> now, let's look at the other side of things. James, what about buying? What are the advantages therein? All right. So, um, number one, there are instances in which the cost of ownership can be less than renting. Mm-hmm. Number two, the buyer has control of the property and realizes that the acquisition of the home is a capital gain. Number three, the buyer has forced savings, which can be important when the buyer pays down the balance by a substantial amount. Number four, the buyer experiences tax advantages, up to 10000 in property taxes and interest on up to 750000 of mortgage debt can be itemized for tax deductions. Interest on second mortgage debt of up to 100000 is also deductible provided it is obtained to build or substantially improve the homeowner's dwelling. Number five, the buyer's experiences personal freedom by being able to redecorate, remodel, or make improvements as they see fit. Number six, the buyer experiences fewer restrictions. There are a few number of rules that the home buyer must abide by, which includes restrictions as far as pets, children, and noise goes. And number seven, when mortgage payments are made on time, the homeowner can achieve a better credit rating. Yes, absolutely. And so, and by the way, interest on a second mortgage, that's kind of like I said, that goes back to my point of if you have equity in your home, because like I said, the value of the home minus the amount that you owe, if, if, if in fact it is positive, meaning you paid 100000 for the house, but the house is valued at 175000 That's 75000 in positive equity that you have. Now, you remember back in the housing crisis, they also talked about negative equity or being underwater. That's when you have a property, you paid one hundred and fifty for it, but it's only worth seventy five. So now you have 75000 in negative equity. You're paying a mortgage on a house that's undervalued, which is not a good investment. That's not good. But the market can sway and shift, and that can happen in a bad economy. So... Um, and a lot of people lost their homes because they lost jobs consequently. Then they couldn't afford the mortgage payments, which were crazy. That's back in the time where people were getting mortgages based on stated income. Oh, I make a million dollars a year. Okay, no problem. Here's a mortgage for 500000 but you only make 30000 a year. You can't afford no damn $500,000 mortgage for real unless you have some assets outside of the 30000 a year that you are maintaining. But anyway, but yeah, back to that second mortgage. So when you have that positive equity of 75000 for example, that money can be turned into cash. You can pull out money and get a second mortgage or a mm-hmm. second term loan, or you can get a home equity loan, whether it be flexible or fixed, which is typically a cheaper interest rate because it's, their house is the asset and it's typically more secure. You can pull that money out of your home and then use that to do repairs and fix the house up to bring the value up. So just be careful when you're doing that because if, you're, you know, if you have a home and you have only been in it for a little while, you know, and if you happen to experience a growth in your property value, you pull that equity out, then you might be underwater just like that. You have to be very careful about what you're borrowing against your home and make sure you make a good financial decision. But at any rate, um, so I just want to go over that. So here's some things that you really should consider when buying a home. Despite the various stages, like there are uh, things that buyers need to know and be aware of um, before you actually purchase that home. So the buyer is responsible for more than just the mortgage payment, right? There are taxes, there are insurance, maintenance and repairs to be concerned with, and there may also be dues from the homeowners association. Right. I have a homeowners association. 
Well, it's a condo, so it's more of a condo association, but it's expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, on top of they that range mortgage. from like 200 to almost 1000 Yeah, and mine are 360 a month on top of the mortgage, so that's a lot, right? So mm-hmm. you have to think about that, but it gives you a hybrid between an apartment and owning a home. You still are an owner. It's just that you don't have to worry about taking care of the physical edifice on the outside. But if you have, or you have a freestanding home that's not a condo and you're not a part of an association, um, More importantly, we can pass it down to our children. That's right. Yes. That's right. Our children don't Legacy. have nothing. Mm-hmm. We're Legacy. so quick to sell, and mm-hmm. I'm over it. Grandma, someone, don't sell grandma house. Don't do it. <laughs> and then, honestly, you can take that money if you need to, if, it, if the house is paid off. If you need to bury grandma, you can pull money out of the house mm-hmm. if it has equity and use that to bury grandma, then maybe the family can help pay it off. Um but yeah, so the homeowners association, typically freestanding houses, they might have a homeowners association in a subdivision or a neighborhood to have security patrol area or to keep the grass and lawn cut in the common areas entering the subdivisions, things like that. But those are typically like sometimes $50 a year or maybe even a quarter. Those are not as bad as like a condo association. Um, but then the homeowner does have less, flex- less flexibility to move. This is some of the research I found. I will tell you that I disagree with this because if I want to move, A, put the house on the market. I know it might not be as easy as just walking away when you have a lease but or rent the damn house out, right? So either way, you know, rent it out or sell the damn thing. Don't feel like it's going to hold you. It might take a couple of months to get it off the market or to get it moved depending on where it is, but I don't feel like it really binds you. It, it, I guess it is a little bit more cumbersome, but I don't think it really binds you to a particular location. Um and then the market and home prices do fluctuate. So appreciation or depreciation of a property value depends on when the home was bought. So if you buy a home right now, property values are pretty high. They're doing mm-hmm. really well. When my condo was purchased back in 2016, it was worth less. And now it's worth a lot more, which is great. Um, but if you buy a house right now and the market continues to appreciate, wonderful. But then also, don't forget, there's an adverse side that when the market flips around, because eventually it will, then there will be... You know, your house may be underwater, like I just discussed. You owe more than it's worth. So that's some of the things that you want to think about. So should you buy or should you rent? So um, what do you all think? You, so, Marie Renee, you think that you should buy? Mm-hmm. Even with the fact that, okay. I'm upset the fact that I got to rent right now. Right. Well, at first, excuse me, I love ice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have any kids. I'm not having kids. I don't need this big old house. Mm-hmm. Now, it's more so I'm um, punching my credit with, like, my biggest fist to get it to a good uh, upstanding so I could afford a house because I want to pass it down to maybe my godchildren or Kamari or um, Daniel. Or Blue. Or Blue. <laughs> yes. And... I mean, seriously, like, to pay all that money to go in another man's pocket okay, to help him eat or whatever he doing, I'm just not with it anymore. I'm just yeah. not in that mindset. Like, I'm not. I want to paint each room, and I don't want to have to turn it back white when I leave. Right. <laughs> or okay. have David come paint the room. Yes. And then <laughs> when you in an apartment, I'm not in an apartment, but if you're in an apartment, it's other people's smells. And you can hear all their arguments. They might have roaches. And they might have bugs. <laughs> and yeah, bugs cigarettes. And when you could just be at home in your own peace of mind, having, you know, little kickback parties with your loved ones and your cousins. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you can pull from your house. 
You know, you can add on to the house. You know, you can knock a wall down and if you right. fucking want to, you sure can. Right. And put a pole in there and a swing set. Okay. Uh, wait, what? Yep. What? Huh? Anywho, what? Wait a minute. What? Did I miss something? Soundproof. Or you can room. have a war room. What? The a prayer room, room in in the back. Amen. I'm wrong with y'all mm-hmm. Yep. You could do that too. And I just think it's just better for us to start. Someone told me, and he was a very wise man. He said, "You know, Dearborn." And Hamtramck was predominantly white at one point. So was Highland Park. It is no longer, the demographic is no longer Caucasian. It's Middle Eastern. So why can't we get a community? I would love to have Uh-oh. a community. I ain't going to go there. I would love to. Y'all not listening. And I ain't I w- trying to wake you up. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. And actually, we talk. And about it's like it's not, and everybody, it's just not. You know, it's not possible. It, it's going to cost more, right? It's going to be that much harder, but it can be done. Yeah, even if it's I don't think that when they came windows. in the day, you know, the Caucasians was was um, supportive of them coming either. I'm sure they gave them higher taxes, and but they put ten people into one room <laughs> in each house, and they all put their money in one pot. And then they eventually bought the house that they were in. And then that family member bought another house. And that family member bought another house. It was them collectively coming together and putting all their money into one one pot. And there you have it. Now, all of Dearborn is what? Well, Middle Eastern. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. Just saying. And that would be great because then... Helping one another to build community. Yeah, I'm over downtown. And actually, we don't need, I don't need to go down. We don't need to come downtown and take over none of that. Yeah. Let's do Brightmore. Well, oh, well, see. Make, make we, Brightmore can we, Why completely. can't we do Highland Park? I like Highland Park. Uh, we can make that Highland Park mm-hmm. great again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make Highland Park great again. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I love Highland Park. I like where it is. Okay. James, what do you think about renting I think that's what Palmer Park was trying to do at one point. I think they were trying to make trying, it. Trying, but no. Yeah, but mm. we can still do it. Okay, absolutely. Um, buying, no renting over here. It makes me even think of my car. I have a lease, and I'm like, shit. I'm putting all this money into something. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to write the fuck back in. Yeah, so that's and, true. And we talk about how much it might cost to repair shit. Well, you know, you might have to repair your car too, but you're gonna pay for it if you yes. have that house. You're gonna pay for the repair. And you're gonna keep it fucking pushing, but it's yours at mm-hmm. the end of the day, and now it's fixed. So that's right. Um, all the things you were saying, Maria Renee, I agree with you. I want to have a yard and a pool and all that shit, and not have to be bothered with anybody else. Be able to paint my walls and put holes in them if I want to, yes. and not have to patch them bitches back up. Mm-hmm. That's tacky. That's so, true. It is tacky. Just throw a <laughs> but, of yours. but if I own it, it's motherfucking it's mine. mine. Right. So, and I can do that, and it ain't gonna be no problem. So, yeah. Um, and like, be it, as far away from other people as possible. Have some space. Cause like your house. your house, cause your house has been in your family now for a long, many generations now, right? Um, your parents since house. I was like five yeah and that's a great so, thing to pass that's a down long time. yeah like 20 years yeah cause um, I go over to James's house a lot and you know they got a pool they got this big ass trampoline and you know I could just run around in the yard me and Blue and James's little brothers we go out there playing and having a good time and they have barbecues it's a good time so it, but it's a family asset that's been kept in the family which I think is mm-hmm. amazing um, 
can leave a mess in the garage in the backyard and not have to worry about having to clean it up until the next day because it's yours. Oh, no, you're going to clean up that backyard. You're going to clean up the backyard. <laughs> not, <laughs> if not if it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you've been drinking and you want to go... Oh, you mean oh, like yeah. glasses yeah. and yeah. picture, picture But you can't go oh. to the pool in your apartment complex and leave a mess there and then you just go back the cannot. next day and clean it up. Mm-mm. Yeah, and the thing about it is, and both of, the, both of you guys are right, I'm, I'm all about owning two. And it can be a burden. Like, there's another house that I want to purchase. It needs a roof and it needs windows. I'm like, fuck, man, seriously. That's a lot of money. It's a good 36000 if I'm going to do it, like, for real, for real. But I'm sure I can get it cheaper, but... The but it's also programs for it's new homeowners and, yeah. and people that want to purchase homes. And you got it's Habitat for Humanity. Resources and... But where is that for renters? It, you, it really... I don't think it really is any. Now, if you are somebody who's trying to save money to buy, renting is a good option right now. If you're just trying to get your credit together like you're yeah. doing, and you're trying to save some money because renting... But then again, right now, renting could be more expensive. Like, literally, rental rates are more expensive than my mortgage right now. Well, because I'm favored. Amen. Ah. Um, my rent is only $650. So That's amazing. It is. That is amazing. That's crackhead prices. <laughs> <laughs> So every time I see my landlord, I be like, "Hey, Hey. oh my god, did you eat today?" (laughs) Like you said, one of the cops. It's probably one of the cops. Like, are you hungry? (laughs) Come on in. You want some coffee? Come on in. Yeah. See, so that's that's my take on it too. And then also think about it. Like I said, any community that's in a mostly African American, like people take more pride when they own. Mm Hmm. Like, because it's, it's my right. Like, uh, like for example, James's stepdad keeps their house in immaculate condition. He does the windows and the siding and everything. He keeps the house in immaculate condition. And the people that live in the community, if you own, people tend to care more about the environment. They tend to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like care more about the community. Race. And it's you know maybe not even a rat race. Not well, not my point, but it's more so you get less crime. First of all, if I can own a house, then I, that means I'm making a reasonable income so I can pay my mortgage. And so now I own this house. So I care more about the community. I'm going to care more about crime. Maybe I'm not going to engage in crime. Or if I see crime, I'm going to take a stronger stand against crime. So crime rates go down. People own. When you have a community where people are just living hand, hand to fist and they're renting maybe, they don't give two shits about it. Mm-hmm. It makes the property values go down as well when people are just renters because renters don't tend to take care overall. And this is a generalization, but statistically, it's also a statistic now like data that a lot of renters don't take as good of care of properties as would an owner would, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's a that's a big thing. There's that community part of it. My stepdad would mow everybody loan on the fucking block if he could. Right. And when it's snowing outside, everybody's pitching in and helping each other out mm-hmm. and all that shit. So yeah. Yeah, like my dad took great pride in his his yard and backyard and front yard. That's my granddad too. If and grass... it would be like a competition thing between mm-hmm. him and the neighbors and people out there with topiary bushes and shit, shaking yeah. like lions and shit. Like mine look better than yours, yeah. Gerald. If the grass <laughs> grew you, fast Peter. enough, Todd would mow that shit every motherfucking day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loved to mow the yard and weed whack and rake and do all of that shit and take care of the pool and. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very handy guy. But everybody doesn't have a handy guy, so you might have to pay somebody to help you with their property. But mm-hmm. or you just learn how to do it yourself. Fucking learn. How, listen, po- folks. You know whether you have good credit or bad credit. Hit me up, eatcornbreadandcaviar@gmail.com. Let's talk about how to repair and get your credit together. I will meet with you or talk with you over the phone, and I will give you tips on how to fix your credit. 
and we need to figure out how to perhaps get you into a place where you can own. I think owning is good. Now, I get it. It may not be for everybody. I don't know how it's not for everybody. I don't know how having a legacy of of some you know building turning a and liability into an asset and then leaving it to your generations to come. I don't know how that's not good. But God damn it, I think that we should all have a piece of this. I really think that should be part of our reparations. You know, give us our 40 acres and a mule. My 40 acres can be, let me have all my degrees for free. You know, give me this land and build me a house. And shit, we'll call it even. God you damn it. Hard at a house tonight. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Let me know. Let me know that you understand. Okay. So, that, yeah. Cut that part out. Yeah, see, you just... <laughs> Why he got to hate on us like that? He got said his. Have you the, seen that movie? Okay, no, he I'm hasn't. probably not. I don't See, know what the fuck it is. See, remember y'all took my oh, black yeah. eye for me. And anyways, how you gonna speaking do Speaking of that? the last episode how? that y'all recorded, I wasn't here. Y'all was talking about the movies that I haven't have not seen. <laughs> we oh, was talking about bad like, shit. Yes, y'all yes. were. Because what movie was it? I don't we talking about. It was um. Harlem with Nights. With the brothel. Yeah, Harlem Nights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have yes. you... Oh, he's seen it finally, right? He's seen no. Harlem Nights yet. No. Oh, my God. It's the summertime. It's hot girl summer. Who watches TV? <laughs> uh, what is this hot girl mm. summer about? Hot girl summer? What's that mean? Maria Renee know what it means. I'm what, too old. Mean? I, I, th- I had to... You know what? <laughs> two weeks ago, I was like, oh, it's on. It's I'm on. finna... What's and up? then... And then you finna did I put on my uh-huh. pajamas. Listen... <laughs> I'm wearing even... my natural curly hair. My eyebrows so ain't cute. being arched. Your hair is so cute. I like it. it. I ain't got no lashes on. Listen, I don't even care. You go through, through a heartbreak see, right now. That's your hot girl summer. It's okay. You're unapologetically you. I go to a liquor store with a bonnet on. Okay. Now, I, that, and your house slippers? That would piss me off. <laughs> that bonnets. Because what about... First of all, I live in a all-Caucasian community. Couple they of is going to embrace this satin couple bonnet of my, that they paying $100 for. Speaking of, yes. On did Forbes you see list. that shit? Bullshit. Tell me something. The nightcap. It's some bullshit. I want to set everybody... This is what I'm talking about. I just want to set everybody on fire. That's why I'm okay. going back to therapy. Because how dare you? Yes. We've been, my mom and them been wearing some bonnets since they were babies. Some white lady created these things called nightcaps. It's a fucking bonnet. It's a bonnet. And she's selling with a bow them on for a hundred dollars. She made it on Forbes list and everything as being this great innovator. It's a fucking bonnet with a it bow is on literally... it. And they're calling her this great innovator and shit. And it's See? like, no, bitch, it's a motherfucking bonnet. You so can what's get that for fifty cents at the beauty Richard supply felt. store. What's different about it? This nothing. 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 It just got a ribbon on it. And white women are spending a hundred dollars on that shit. When you can but go they to, have the resources. When you can go to, to New so. Image Beauty Supply and get a pack of five of them bitches for a dollar. Yep. I'm mad. I'm up. No, I I am legit. When I saw that, I was furious. Just telling them at Neiman Marcus. This is how Little Richard shit, felt like. when Elvis took his music. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask y'all a question. Let me let me just ask this real quick because we shifted a little bit. I'm tired now. What do y'all think about men wearing bonnets? If you got my a, daddy had Jerry Curl. He wore a bonnet. Okay, I mean, good. Uh, okay, good. Because I wear the fuck out a, of a bonnet every night. There's a purpose for a bonnet. Yeah. So it, if you're wearing it for the purpose. Because you ain't trying to get no breakage on your hair. Now, if my bald-headed ass put a bonnet on, then y'all <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. You You just want to be auntie. You That's can't. <laughs> you want to put on a bonnet with a <laughs> nightgown. <laughs> you can lay your you baby hairs would, down. And that shit would be comfortable as hell. Do a little nightgown to a bonnet. Okay, right. Okay. Have a little sip of tea. Uh, like. That's just so bold. I was so upset mm-hmm. about that. And it's not. Bullshit. And the crazy part is what we're not even outright. What you mean? I'm just asking. What makes you upset My about My grandmother it? is 94. 
That bonnet has been in her generation since she was little. So you bad. And you mean to tell me that your white ass is, is selling it for $100 so on Forbes list? And not because it's she not took new. It, she no. took advantage of her privilege in selling for $100. No, the that's not why I'm upset. The bad part is that she's being recognized as an innovator. As in she, and that, she was the first one to come up with that. Forbes list as being this innovator and making all of this money from her nightcap. So when it's like she ain't create shit. She Wait didn't recreate the bonnet, Hold on, let though. me just say this. Y'all acting like Black people made the bonnet. It's probably made by Chinese people somewhere over Boy, in Asia. Boy, if you don't shut up. Hey, we ain't even make it. it we don't we spend it don't our money matter. on it. We've been wearing That's it for decades. Exactly. So wait, you, we want credit for wearing it? No, we're not saying we want credit for wearing I'm it. I'm playing devil's advocate because y'all that, mad because... But that's just some bullshit that she got on Forbes list for, who made for the, something. Let me find out, find out who made the bonnet. It, but it probably that's not been us. around for generations and generations Fanny and generations. Fannie Mae had a bonnet on, on Gone with the Wind. Do you, try, do you okay. understand what I'm trying to tell you? Right. That Just like braids. A white woman put braids in her motherfucking hair and now she... You know. Well, Derek put them braids in. You would have thought, <laughs> okay, when Africa been wearing them braids okay. since, since the, the sand been put over there. The time since the lion motherfucking king. Get on. Let me see if I can figure out who invented this bonnet. But see, I get see y'all. So what it sounds like to me is y'all not we we all know a lot of African Americans. We didn't have the resources. We didn't do a lot of business. We did a lot as eventually, but we didn't. We probably didn't make the bonnet, and, sir. And then also, did Little Richard start off with his music? Little Richard did. Did yeah. he? Did he make that? Did he make rock and roll? Did he not? He was. That? He was the rock and roll, and he made rock and roll. Okay. He made it. We who, didn't make the bonnet. Who made it mainstream? But I'm going to say him. But did we find out no. who made the bonnet? I'm looking right now. Because as far as I know, only Africans Americans really wear bonnets. No, nah, that's not true though. I ain't never seen no. Because this is about it's like this. They wore them back on the, on the west when they were traveling with their little horse. Somebody they got it from somebody of color. But Don't anyways, play. you can get them bonnets five for <laughs> motherfucking dollar at new image. Swedish bonnets. So. I mean, they were all over the world being right. used. Right, and they got it from us. We had to wear them silk things. We was picking cotton okay. to put the co- help us keep the sun off our head. So we didn't dry that shit out. <laughs> Modern bonnets are highly stylish and valued in the African American community. Thank you. But see, we we ghetto with it. We go out into the grocery store with this big ass bonnet. It don't on. matter. That's not stylish. It's protecting the hair. Okay, well, I'm going to public. I'm going to public with my bonnet on. Anyway, what's the difference between having a bonnet on or having and a, a turban or a turban? It's still next. It's still to protect fine. your hair. Fine, mm-hmm. or even a baseball cap. Thing. Even okay. a baseball cap. Fine. Uh huh. Fine. Okay. You didn't make me fine. Mad. This even... I still don't think some the... people got paisley bonnet. I don't give a they damn. They got purple bonnets. Silk. To match anyway, outfit. people, listen. We are actually talking about Oni versus Renting. We got this very you weird conversation about. You better own, 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 own the bonnet. You better own the bonnet. Don't rent the bonnet. No matter what she tell you. And, and a, a slip. slip. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, social benefits of owning a property. So... That's pretty much our take on owning versus renting. Don't forget, again, social benefit can be that the community is stronger when they band together and they own a property. Um, the prop, for example, real quick, the property I want to buy is currently vacant. The owner moved to Florida, but the neighbors just on GP, they park in her driveway and they you know, keep an eye on the property, they mow the lawn, they park in her driveway, they make it look like someone's there. Wow, what a great community, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of shit that I like to see. That's community. A lot of them over there are owners. Um, I also encourage you to go check out NACA.com, N-A-C-A.com. 
N as a Nancy, A as an Apple, C as in cat, A as oh, an Apple dot com. Naka.com, it it kind of helps level the playing field for us brown people or anybody who does not have the resources, whether it be credit or money, because there's no down payment, there's no credit check, and there is no closing costs. Now, that means that your money that you would normally put down is going to be like rolled into your actual loan, so it's going to take you that much longer to pay the loan off, but it still gives you an opportunity to buy you know, a $50,000, $75,000, or however much you want to pay for a house or whatever you qualify for. It gives you that opportunity to do so. So, NACA.com. Um, so, that's pretty much it for that particular topic. I'd love to hear from you guys um, about it. Give us some more feedback and things. We'll do, like I said, we will do more personal finance um, podcasts. We, this one took a while to get back to personal finance, but we'll do more coming up here soon. If you have more to add to the conversation, hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com or get into our slide, let's slide into our DM on uh, Instagram, eatcornbreadandcaviar. Yeah, slide. But not with no bullshit. Give me the bullshit. I'll take no. it. I like have to deal we had any um, no negative bullshit. feedback yet? Not so far because negative people don't listen to our podcast. Only very well-adjusted, progressively thinking, progressive thinking and upwardly mobile people listen to our podcast. That's right. So, yeah. But if you got some bullshit or you heard somebody say some bullshit, send it to us anyway. I like to hear it. But that's not saying that if you have something negative to say that you are not any of those things. You that's correct. Constructive if you have constructive, we're talking about constructive criticism. If you got some dis- destructive critici- criticism, keep it to your fucking self. Mm-hmm. But constructive, like, hey, bro, sis, maybe y'all can benefit from blah, 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 blah. I appreciate that. Help us grow. Mm-hmm. Not for our positive vibe. So... Okay, so I'm going to be transparent. Um, mm. The last three, maybe three and a half weeks, I've been struggling a little bit more with my emotional depression. Again, I'm still dealing with a lot of the things that have happened, you know, and the, in the last couple of years for me. So it's been a little rough. There have been some nights where I just feel really low and really bad. And, you know, I just I deal with it. And I'm learning how to deal with it, you know, when, when I feel it. And, you know, it's difficult to admit you know, it's difficult to be this transparent about it, but yeah, I was, I've been dealing with it. I've been working through it. Um, so well, that's all you can do. That's all you really can do. Literally is all you can that's do. That's really all you can do. It. And, and it's literally one second at a time. And I love that she said that earlier because that was pretty much what the positive vibe was for today. And it simply says, don't be afraid to put one foot in front of the other and take steps. You have to kind of take steps out of what you're in. So don't be afraid to do that. So whether you deal with it one second at a time, mm-hmm. one minute, and then move to hours and then days and then weeks and months and years. And eventually you're to the point where it's like, oh, I'm really thinking about that thing that really hurt me. Or when I think about it, I can think about it and smile about what I've been through. Mm. So... This will keep you from being stagnant and stuck if you learn to just take one step at a time. This applies to several matters, whether it be education, career, or depression even, anything like that. For me, it does apply to depression. I've been managing. Um, but if you stay stuck in one place, you'll never get out over or through it. So but That's what time is for. Right. It's to heal. I think I learned that over the past two weeks, that every minute or second is calculated and once it's done, that's it. That's but it. then you go to the next second, and then the next second, and the next second, and eventually the day is over with. And it's gonna, the time is going to pass no matter what you do mm-hmm. with it. It's just better to... if you Use it productively if right. you can. That's right. And if you feel something, 
talk to people. I I'll reach out to people. I'll let people know, hey, I'm not having a great day today. And most people, when I call them and say that, they know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. because they've been there with me through the journey. And, you know, we'll talk or I'll just yes. say, hey, I'm not having a good day. And I just sit silently by myself or I'll spend time alone, which I really value this present day. Just spending some time alone so I can just be with my thoughts. And it helps me quite a bit. So And read. Yeah. And journal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, journal I've been doing great. that for two weeks. You got a journal now? No, I've been having a journal. Oh, yeah. But I had, right. I had slowed up a little bit, just to be honest. Me too. I'm not but, a good journalist. oh, my God. When I got to writing, I was writing. Can I read your journal? No. You are so fucking selfish. That's for Dr. Dr. Christian only. Thank you. You don't have to read or journal, but whatever helps you pass the time. Right. Whatever makes you feel better. It could be going to see a matinee movie. Don't drink or do drugs, Friday. though. Yeah, but don't indulge in substances that no. may... Um, Put a blanket over what you're feeling. That's you need right. To allow yourself to feel and don't go um, get no bottle of Hennessy. Right. That don't work. Right. Only if you're gonna turn up with me, you know. That's James' about, thing. You know, I love <laughs> a bottle of Hennessy, but Do you, um, I have, if if I may. Yeah, so course. I just took a screenshot of this yesterday, and I was gonna send it to you actually, but it kind of fits in with the positive vibe. So it says. Um, maybe you are not healing because you're trying to be who you were before the trauma. Uh, that person doesn't exist anymore. Uh, there's a new you trying to be born. Breathe oh. life into that person. God damn it. So when I read that yeah, yesterday, I was dope. like, that's, that's it. Why y'all trying to read me? But that's dope. It, Close it out. It is. It makes complete sense. A lot of us are like, I just want to get back to how things were before it happened. Mm-mm. No, you aren't that person anymore. You've experienced something that has changed you. So become that new you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, come on. Close it out. No, I love that. That's, <laughs> that was the word. That's that the benediction. <laughs> That's the end. And on that note, that was Cornbread and Caviar. Okay. I know you missed me. Have a great day. We'll be in touch. Y'all fucking nuts. Well, that deserves, We're done. that deserves a little more conversation because I feel like... That's deep because a lot of people... Because like for I me... I feel like that was it. I, I only... And you going further in... He said what he said, Ramon. <laughs> He said what he said. I wait till this. I forget that talk in. What I said. And what you said is some bullshit. Shut up, nigga. No, I was playing. No, I think that's important because I've been, that's where my, part of my struggle has been because I see people able to take trips and all these other things. It's like, I want to, I don't want to get back to who I was. I do want to get back to making the income that I enjoy making so I can live my life the way I want to, so I can pay this student loan shit down, so I can pay off debt that I want to pay off because I lost a lot of income. So I, that's that's what I do want to get back to is making the money that I used to make. I don't have to do the same thing, but I also know, and this is another piece Anytime for... Anytime you want to get on the pole, <laughs> it's welcome to you. I got this 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 burly body. People pay Anytime. for this. But people, I think what you know James just said is very powerful. Don't try to get back to being who you were. But if there are things you want, just understand that the journey and the path is real. It's not easy. There might be the fucking poisonous snakes, poisonous spiders along the journey. Uh, you may get lost along the journey. You might not know whether to go down the left fork or the right fork, but just get, just keep going because eventually, once you get past this journey, everything that you endure on the path, everything you endure on that journey, you're going to learn, you're going to grow, and you're going to develop. And that's the path that I'm on right now, learning, growing, and developing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying, I don't want to be who I was before because who I was before was a very unhappy person. I personally want to just, you know, get back to a happy, get to a happy place and have a reasonable income, right? So that, that was that was deep. And thank yeah. you for sharing that. That's, I'm, You're welcome. Yeah, you should still send that to me. I will. I'll pretend like you didn't. Just it's put okay. it on the shelves. Act like you sent it it's to me right. and you send it. Doing the same thing will yield the same results. 
Yes, that's called insanity. Shut up. Make yourself uncomfortable and live a little bit. Absolutely. Shake that ass. Folks, we <laughs> we want to thank you very much for listening today. Uh, we kind of had a few different topics. We talked about love and relationships and heartbreak. We talked about depression. And then, most importantly, we talked about owning versus renting. Figure out which best which is best for you. Owning, owning, owning. And, uh, you know, make, take steps. Like I said, if you are someone who wants some help with credit advice, hit me up. Um, I've been through bad credit, so I know how to help repair it. So hit us up at ecornbreadandcavier at gmail.com. So um, please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally costs you nothing but a few seconds of time. You can find us on iTunes, Stitchers, Google Play, and Spotify. We're out here, so help us out here by sharing us out here, baby. Ow! And again, if you want to connect one more time, find us on Instagram at Eat Cornbread and Caviar or hit us up at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. We love you. This is your host, Ramon. And we are out.